How we doing out there, little five listeners? Where you at? Summertime is entering, people coming into the fall, but we ain't quite there yet. And little five poly slash teaming up with Hipsville AD's Gregory Day to bring you our final episode of our summer music series, The Trade Off. Trying to give all you out there some new tunes to jam to this summer or going into the fall. Gregory Day, my friend, how you doing? I am doing excellent, man. I'm buzzing to do this segment with you. Oh, me too, me too. We'll, we, we could talk about the whole segment, you know, in this series, the entire summer at the end of it. But let's go ahead and watch you tell the people at home how this all goes. Yeah, this is the trade-off. This is a segment we've been doing all summer where we uh, pick a musical genre. And uh, for that genre, each of us picks a song that uh, represents the genre to us. And then we trade it uh, and see like, where our point of views lie on the genre, whether they're similar or different. And then we kind of compare and trust them. Exactly, exactly. And and we started off doing Irish punk, then reggae hip hop, then Indian music, and then trip hop, then metal. And what are we doing today? And today we are doing punk, straight punk. And what, what exactly is punk out there? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, it can mean many different things to many people, uh, many different people. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, to me, it's just, it's the ultimate rebellion of rock and roll music and uh, anti-establishment and anti-conformity uh, in a music structure that's uh, loud, fast, and, uh, some you know, sometimes fun, sometimes politically motivated. But uh, the ultimate thing is that it's, uh, you know, kind of, kind of an offensive, uh, you know, anti-conformity music. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. And I think we'll dive more into that as we uh, talk about our different songs. So why don't we jump into it? Uh, normally, you go first on my pick and then we swip swap. So yeah. why don't you go ahead and talk about uh, my pick for you? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, you picked Lockdown by Less Than Jake. Uh, this is a song from 1996. It is a ska punk classic. Uh, if you don't know what ska punk is, it's our, you know your traditional fast punk music um, integrated with a horn, a horn section. Um, that is not too dissimilar from uh, like the 80s ska movement of like the specials and Madhouse and kind of things like that uh, has less to do with like traditional ska out of uh, out of Jamaica. Um, so this is a this is a great example of me of like 90s um, punk music. It's uh, even though Less Than Jake is from Florida, it's got that great, uh, you know, Southern California uh, influence on it. It's uh, it's got a great pop um structure to it and uh, it's got a lot of fat horns just which really brings me back to uh it's a real nostalgic feeling for me listening to this it makes me think of being a teenager kind of bumming around town and um just hanging out with your friends and you get you know getting a slurpee or whatever and just um it's a great summer feel um to listen to this kind of music again and i'm, I'm very excited you chose this uh this song to go out uh, of the segment on yeah, I'll say, you know, and I was I was ready to get more criticism from you because like you said, like I could feel like like you said it's ska punk, but I would say this mm -hmm. is like punk ska. Like mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. so Lesson Jake is definitely a, a ska band, but you know, this album, Losing Streak, was their second album. Like you said, it came out in 96. And this at this point in time, Lesson Jake is very much a punk band with some horns in it that occasionally mm -hmm. do some ska in the music. And so like you know, my train of thought while I was searching for what I wanted to do for this episode, I, I like I had so much trouble. And and I was the one who picked this honor to go into. <laughs> so it was like, how did I end up with Punk Scott? So, so I was like, you know, I went through no effects and rancid and lag wagon, face to face and dance hall crashers. And, you know, I just kept jumping around from different songs to songs. And then I couldn't decide what I wanted to do. And Dancehall Crashers is a, a punk ska band that I really like. 
um, but they're a little bit more ska-like. But one of their songs like really hit me, and then it led me to Real Big Fish. And for those of you who don't know who Real Big Fish is, I know you do, Gregory Day, but they're like they're like the quintessential '90s ska band. They're just like straight ska, like you said, roots in Jamaican ska music, but just you know different. Um, and and so I was listening to Real Big Fish, and I was like, this is way too ska. You would never buy this as a punk <laughs> song. And so I was like. And then I got confused with a different song by Less Than Jake. And I was like, oh, let me go check out Less Than Jake. I haven't listened to them in a while. And Losing Streak uh, was my favorite album by them, without a doubt. And I started at the first track. And however long later, I had listened to the entire track, 16, or the entire album, 16 tracks, just one after another after another. And I couldn't believe I had forgotten how much I love this whole album and this is probably my favorite album of of any musical genre that's out there that I can literally listen to track one to track 16 and just boom like love it all I know almost all the words and and this song right here lockdown this is the final song on the album and it is like to me one of the best examples of how you should close out an album I mean it just it rocks it's so so awesome but less than jake and they're kind of punk like a lot of 90s punk especially but even when we get to years a lot of punk music is short like clocks in at around two minutes and 30 seconds a song mm-hmm. but at first when i was looking at different punk songs like punk is so complex and so political and you easily go down a, a rabbit hole of politics <laughs> yes less than jake though is different and this song is different it has two verses and all the rest is chorus. And I mean, it's just amazing how they talk about so much by saying so little. So like some of their verse is, um, you know, it's talking about the urban sprawl, about urban blight, about gentrification, you know, about people getting left behind while progress is going on and how they're just feeling, you know, locked out, fenced up and, you know, nothing to do like they have no choice with what's going on in their life and and life is just passing them by but they choose to use so few words in this song that you just you have to focus on it on what they're saying and it's catchy too like you find yourself singing with it really really easily and i was like dude i love this song i wanted to do it and so (laughs) you know i chose it yeah yeah i mean i think yeah they're incredibly uh gifted songwriters i think uh I don't think punk music gets a lot of credit for how great songwriters, uh, how many great songwriters are in the genre, right? So like, it's like this loud, fast music, but um, guys like this are writing incredibly catchy uh, songs, you know, um, that would, that would easily stand up to any pop, any pop hit out there, uh, you know, on the, like the top 40 hits or whatever. Oh yeah. Without a doubt, without a doubt. And it's like, like I said, to say so much with so few words, it's just amazing to me. Um, so yeah i had to go this one even though it wasn't straight punk it was punk ska but uh <laughs> you know i like it i take it but let's switch yeah, over yeah. to yours and and why don't you give us a, a brief introduction to your pick and then i'll tell you what i think and then you can go into the deep dive oh yeah uh so yeah i went a little more traditional punk with this uh it's it, <laughs> oh yes oh, you did <laughs> over over time this has really become of all the punk i've listened to and i listened to a shitload of punk music um over my lifetime this is a band that i think i just keep coming back to that just affected me when i was when i was into when i was young and just always stuck with me because it just sounds so um individual in the scene so uh, i went with the dead kennedy song i had to do it um 
and I played, picked Police Truck, uh, which is the opening track on the compilation, Give Me Convenience or Give Me Death. Um, this is a song I had to come back to a lot and the album a lot over the last couple of years from 2020 on. And uh, yeah, I'll get more into what the song means to me and kind of what the, the lyrics, the content of the song is. But uh, what did you think of this pick? So let me tell you, like, as I went like 90s punk sky, you went like old school, early 1980s punk. Like mm -hmm, wh whenever mm -hmm. it was like very much in the, the decade that I went to, they call it, you know, punk. Whereas in the decade in the 80s, especially early 80s, it was always called punk rock, you know, yeah. and Dead Kennedys. Yeah, or hardcore. And the Dead Kennedys, I think, are an excellent and probably one of the most famous representations of punk from that time era. And, you know, let me just say, I hadn't heard this song in a long, long time. Um, but the Dead Kennedys were one of those bands that I was just so influential to, I think, how political punk music became. And Please. I remember, you know, in particular, I had a friend of mine, she always wore a Dead Kennedys shirt. And this song, Police Truck, like, I was going to tell this story anyway, but when I looked up Police Truck a little bit, I found out it was actually released as a single on a vinyl and police truck was on one side of it and holiday and Cambodia was on the other side of it. Ooh, mm -hmm. And my friend, she always wore a dead Kennedy shirt back in the day for holiday in Cambodia. And, you know, for people out there who don't know in the 1970s, there was a horrible genocide in Cambodia and punk music. And when my friend would wear her shirt, we would always start a conversation about, world politics about all the fucked up shit going on in the world and who's doing something about it who's not doing anything about it and all the different bands we were listening to talking about it and for real i think this is probably the start of me getting into political science was talking about my friend's dead kennedy's shirt and talking about cambodian genocide which is actually something that today in several of my classes i teach about um, and the political ramifications of it. But I think this song, in particular, Police Truck, I think it's probably one of the best examples of punk in that time era. It's catchy. It's quick. It's even shorter than my pick. It was like two minutes and 24 seconds. So, like, you get into it and you're like, wow, this is pretty catchy. This is, like, new, especially if you think about it coming out of the 70s. Like, I think, was this released in 1980 exactly or something like that? Well, uh, I'm not entirely sure when it was released. This the Giving Convenience Giving Death uh, comp came out in '87, so I think if it was released as a single with Holiday in Cambodia, it probably came out uh, probably around '84, maybe. Okay, I think. I mean, it's still though, for for punk music mm -hmm. and as a, a new wave of music, and to be distinctly politically different than a lot of other things out there, I mean, Police Truck is. It's a hell of a good song. Um, but without me getting into it, why don't you tell us about the lyrics and and what it means to you um, so listeners know more about it? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the Dead Kennedys took the the torch, the clash started with that political punk, uh, political punk music, but just took it to a whole nother level, like of, of, of calling out institutional problems, calling out specific uh, politicians, and just really going for uh, the throat of a lot of the um, social political problems in this country and then of course in, like in Cambodia and around the world um, but yeah this is a song that I think just kind of comes up uh, pops in my mind quite a bit uh, especially especially how we're still struggling in this country with police brutality and this is a song released almost 40 years ago or more um, 
dealing with this problem. And this is a song that's uh, pointing out, well, it is also satirizing the police. It's pointing out like um, there's no oversight of the police. They're out there doing whatever they want. They're out there beating up people. They're out there drinking on the job. Um, and that if you criticize them, they are going to come after you. And so the song is still relevant now or, or as relevant now as it was when it first came out. Um, and yeah, there's something about this song uh, and, and all of the Dead Kennedys music that's just got this great um, feeling to it. It's just like there's this uh, Jello Biafra. You can't hit the vocalist. You can't uh, confuse him with anybody else ever in the history of music. The way his voice sounds, he's got this warbly, high-pitched, squealing voice. And you got this uh, incredible, demented surf rock style guitar. And it's just fast and aggressive. And uh, yeah, I mean, and then of course, like this song is the opener on the record, Gimme Convenience or Gimme Death, uh, which is a compilation of singles from the band, uh, which was released after they broke up. But um, that title um, came back to be big time in 2020 when people were fighting over masks and, and, and um, you know, access to commercial uh, commodities and, and just obsessed with the consumerism and um you know, hoarding supplies and things like that. And that the whole idea that you would, that this song title, which is also 40 years old, or this album title, which is also 40 years old, uh, is still reminiscent, or, you know, still relevant to me um, in this day and age in our, in our capitalist society that people would rather have convenience, uh, would rather, you know, put their lives on the line for the convenience of some of the, some of the things that are, uh, you know, available to them in this country. Without a doubt. And, and that's like a, that's a hard message in the 1980s too, because the U.S. was coming out of, or was still in the, very much in the middle of economic recession. It was the Reagan era mm -hmm. of of the president. I mean, the world had been changing. I mean, you had the the music revolution and the sexual revolutions of the the 60s and civil rights really getting big and the 40s 50s and continuing in the 60s and even into the 70s and like so much had been happening that had been changing society and then we get to the 1980s and punk i feel is kind of a reflection on has that much changed you know like so much we feel like so much took place after World War II took place and that we did change a whole lot. But I feel like punk is is forcing us to question that how much have we grown? Um, mm -hmm. And like you said, 40 years later, after police truck came out, like we're still dealing with the same issues. It's a great choice, man. It really is a great choice. Yeah, thank you. Well, let's uh, let's see. What do we want to talk about now? Well, I, I do want to briefly talk about so why I picked punk and i think you like if you want to jump into it as well at any point please do so like for me personally especially like since this is the last episode on our our series you know why did i pick this one as the last one for me is because for me punk probably more than any other musical genre out there not necessarily influenced my life well i mean it did it influenced my life in a lot of ways but it was also like the background music to so many monumental shifts and changes in my life. Uh, I mean, we're we're talking like for a long ass time when something serious happened, punk was always on in the background. Um, and I, I kind of feel like in many ways, punk is kind of a story of my life. And so I kind of thought it would be fitting to, you know, talk about it a little bit. What about you? What do you think about punk music in general? Oh man, yeah. I mean, punk, I think punk music 
absolutely changed my life. Um, you know, I think it, it helped me change the way I perceive the world and, and maybe uh, and obviously definitely changed the way I, I feel about uh, political issues. I think growing up in small town, uh, Louisiana, like have being ex being exposed to that helped me help me uh, form my own opinions and like break away from certain um, you know things that are instilled upon you uh, or that are still instilled upon me like growing up and um, you know helping me find my way in the world and of course like you said it was always in the background uh, I've got many friendships based on our our shared love of punk um, I met my wife based on our shared love of punk um, you know so yeah it's a huge uh, you know it changed my life and so um it's something i always go back to and just uh absolutely have a, a great affinity for yeah i echo all of that for sure like no it's hard it's hard to put into words isn't it mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. whenever you think about it and i'm sure for all of you out there listening like you have probably like a genre or a band or or maybe even a song that just follows you around your life and you're like this is kind of my theme song. This is my theme music. This is, this is the one that's always been there. And you know, to that end, I want to ask you, Gregory Day. Like, you, well, just answer me yes, no with this first question. All right? Have you ever met someone who's like, well, you know, I'm not really a music person. Have you ever met that kind of person? <laughs> yes, it's baffling to me. Yes, yes, I, I've met these kinds of individuals as well. Um, so, with that in mind, I want to ask you, what does music mean to you? Oh man, I mean so much. I mean, I think to me, it's like the greatest art form we as humans have created because it's so abstract. Um, you know, you can't see it, but it's you could hear it, and so like it just it has this ability, uncanny ability, to affect your emotions and the way you think. And it's a mix of poetry and like science. Um, you know, if you get into like how how its instruments work, right? And so there's the way we've come up with this um, type of art just endlessly fascinates me um but it's like one of the main kind of arts that i consume i mean i'm constantly like it's a huge hobby of me of mine to just research and find new bands and new types of music and i'm always open to any new type of music no matter where it's from the world as we've discussed on this this series um you know kind of listening to all kinds of different culture cultural music and um and so yeah it's, it's just really important to me and um yeah, you know, it's something I kind of like shape my life around is how involved in it I am with uh, going to shows and seeing bands, supporting musicians. And so, yeah, uh, it's very important. How about you? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I think music is so important that it's really hard to put into words. Mm -hmm. Like, like I, I like how you said, you know, it's something that you can't see, but yet it's this art form you know, that just impacts you so much. And I, I feel like in many ways, it's something that I can't see and I also can't explain. And I think a lot of that is because it's just part of life. Like, like I said, how punk was, you know, the backdrop or the theme music to probably the vast majority of my life, really. So like to think what does music mean to me? It, it's kind of just like life, you know, mm -hmm. it, it like life and music are, are the same because I'm not the kind of person who lives without music, you know, like, yeah. I, I just, I don't, I don't comprehend that. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to say what music means to me other than it's, it's life, you know, yeah. I live, I eat, I breathe and I uh, listen to music. That's what I do. <laughs> but you lo-fi listeners out there, why don't you write in and tell us, you know, what does music mean to you? 
I, I think in many ways, music means the same to a lot of us, but also I think it individually means something profoundly different to each and every single one of us. Um, even though like, I mean, I agree with everything you just said, I still kind of feel like it means something different to me. Um, yeah. But I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, Gregory Day, my friend, this has been a blast. You know, really the highlight of my summer to just be talking music with you for the past three months. I dig it so much. Hell yeah, man. I had a great time. Yes, indeed. But, uh, you know, we are coming to the end, but who knows what the future holds. But until we meet again, my friend, always turn it up and play it loud. Oh, yeah. <laughs>